0: Welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. This is Sky, and today I wanted to share a conversation I had with a woman I met named Michelle McNabb. I met Michelle in a private Facebook group for intermittent fasting, and I was really drawn to her story and her health transformation. Uh, Michelle has been very proactive about her health, uh, seeking out health coaching, integrative wellness, Um, And she is very knowledgeable about the health benefits of intermittent fasting. So I have learned so much from meeting Michelle, and we have been in touch every day since, and I'm continuing to learn from her. And I really think a lot of people will benefit from her story. You know, she started her intermittent fasting journey at age 55, just three years ago. And, you know, she's 58 years old. She's been married 33 years. She's got two grown children and 10 grandkids. And as you'll see from the pictures I'll post on my business page, uh, yourhealthmatters.biz, she definitely has the energy now to keep up with them. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And so I can't wait for you all to to meet Michelle. Before I jump in, I wanted to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and the terminology that goes along with fasting, if you aren't familiar. Um, We do talk about clean fasting versus dirty fasting. So clean fasting is when you wouldn't have anything you wouldn't consume anything but black coffee, water, uh, plain tea during your fasting period. Dirty fasting, people refer to dirty fasting if you, uh, you know, had honey in your coffee or you drink diet soda, um, obviously if you consume any, any food, um, because if you're really trying to, you know, get the health benefits of fasting, you do want to keep to a clean fast, and so You know, we also talk about OMAD, which is an acronym for one meal a day. There's a lot of people who use OMAD as a lifestyle. Um, I'm in a Facebook group for it. And I kind of enjoy, you know, that's when you limit your calories or any intake of food beverages during a really shortened period um, window during the day. So maybe it's a two-hour eating window, or maybe it's a four-hour eating window. And so that's the great thing about fasting, because you don't have to stick to a set schedule. It's flexible. And I think it's a good idea to keep your metabolism guessing. Um, We also talk about fasting schedules. Uh, I know Michelle started with a 16-8, so that's 16 hours of straight fasting. And that's including sleeping time, of course, Um, and then an eight-hour eating window, um, and then she progressed to an eighteen-six. so then she's shortening up her eating window to six hours. We also talk about um, some resources that are really great. Jen Stevens has a couple of books. Delay Don't Deny is her first book. That was my introduction to intermittent fasting. Um, and then her second book is Fast, Feast, Repeat, and that was a good good read as well. Uh, her name is Jan, like G-I-N, and Stevens is with a P-H. do believe she has a Delay Don't Deny Facebook group still that's active. Um, the other great resource is Dr. Jason Fung. If you haven't read the Obesity Code and you're interested in this world of weight loss, that was my best understanding. I mean, that really changed the way I understood dieting. You know, being a chronic dieter for, for so many years of my life, just him explaining how how and why calorie deficit doesn't work long-term. You know, calories in, calories out. You want to, they always say you want to extend more calories than you take in. Um, your body will, will start slowing down. The systems in your body will start eventually slowing down as you're restricting, restricting less and less as you lose weight. Um, and so by doing the same thing, eventually your body is, your metabolism is going to slow down and it's going to hold on to all of those calories and you know, and you will start gaining the weight back. And so it's really interesting. I suggest uh, Googling uh, Jason Fung on YouTube because you can watch some of his videos that really give you just a nice general uh, understanding of fasting, you know, how it turns your body into a fat burning machine, you know, how to keep yourself out of high risk categories and the health benefits of fasting. Um, He talks a lot about the history of fasting, you know, the caveman days and, um, you know, for religious reasons. And so he's super interesting. Um, and I also created a intermittent guide to intermittent fasting, you know, how to get started. You know, I speak a little bit to the health benefits and some of the studies that are done about intermittent fasting. Um, but basically it's really on mindset and how to, you know, kind of the one-on-one of getting started with it. And that's on my website, yourhealthmatters.biz. And that's B-I-Z. Um, and that's just a free guide, a free download. So you're welcome to grab that. And all that being said, let's jump right into uh, meeting Michelle.
1: I'm in a couple of different intermittent fasting private Facebook groups. And so I saw your story on there and I was super inspired immediately. It has so much more to do with, you know, the internal transformation. I could see the demeanor change even in the pictures. And so and even though we've just met, we chatted a little bit before we started the call. And I, I already feel like I know you. I totally relate <laughs> to so much of, of, you know, just kind of where we're at in life. And so I guess to just start out, you know, if you just kind of want to give me kind of a summary of how you kind of got started, you know, in the intermittent fasting, how you were introduced.
2: With an integrative functional wellness uh, doctor's office about four years ago. And we just started with basic blood work. And I learned some new things about myself. And uh, one of the things that I learned is I had MTHFR, which is a gene factor that means things are toxic to my system. One of the things that's very toxic to my system is fast food. And yeah, because it's got fake folate in it. And I don't process folate very well. Anyway, so it was a whole new Uh, use deodorant that is all natural, don't cook in aluminum. So it was a whole new thing that I learned there. From there, uh, it was around October, after I'd seen them and uh, we decided that I was my hormones were gone because I had a hysterectomy at 27, which was probably why I gained a lot of weight to begin with, because my hormones were never in balance ever. No one ever said if your hormones are are in balance, it's going to make a difference in your life. They basically gave me a patch to wear on my hip. It was estrogen only and said, have a nice day. And I did that for 22 years. And So anyway, so we went to hormone therapy and I do pellets and I do uh, an estrogen pellet and a testosterone pellet. And then I take progesterone and DHEA orally. And we uh, worked the last four years on getting my hormones regulated, which is one of the reasons why my functional wellness doctor thinks I've done so well is because I had not only the intermittent fasting side, but I also had getting my hormones balanced size. You know, sometimes they peak and sometimes they valley and we have to tweak. So I get my blood work done very often. Okay. But I have learned with intermittent fasting that my blood work has improved remarkably. So that's just one of the many things that's happened with fasting. Um, and then so I guess it was uh February of 2019. and um was it 19? Um she's I, I did gut problem after gut problem after gut problem and she's like, I want you to try intermittent fasting for gut restoration, digestive reset, and healing. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought she was crazy. <laughs> I was
1: like, you've lost yeah. your mind.
2: <laughs> well, one is I'm hypoglycemic. So, and I've been hypoglycemic since I was 14 okay. and I thought, you want me to starve myself? My sugar is just going to go boom. Right. And, and so, um, you know, so that was February and then it, it was May the 1st, my husband and I were actually going to Boca for business and I decided to listen to the obesity code by Dr. Jason Fung while I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> And it was very sciencey. My brain hurt afterwards. So, anyway, so that was May the 1st, 2019. Well, nobody at that time had told me how slow it was going to be. <laughs> and so it was like I worked really hard the month of May, very consistent and three pounds. Okay. And then I worked very hard the month of June, very consistent and three pounds. Okay. And I actually had a, a friend of mine that was a trainer get angry with me because I was like, I've, I've been working really hard. and I've lost six whole pounds. Like, and he goes, a lot of women be happy that they lost six pounds. What's your problem? And I was like, no, but I'm working really hard. One, we're still working with my hormones. Two, I am a woman at that point was 55 years old. Yep. Uh, so I didn't take all the factors into consideration. I just thought, I was in my 20s, and I was going to lose, you know, 10 pounds a month. Um, I have a friend of mine that's a health coach. Her name is Hannah. We talk regularly. I send her food accountability. Well, I send her walk accountability, um, and so, uh, and so, you know, we talk about supplements. And if something's not off, or is, is off, I will sit down and figure out well what supplement will help tweak that. And so, I've got a slew of supplements. I take probably about 13 a day. Um, this morning I had my protein shake with my collagen in it and then, For my snack, I had my oatmeal with my chai seeds in it. So I just, you know, I try to incorporate them all day long so they're not all at once. Right. Um, Yeah, and so, and I try to take as many as possible to uh, for for aging and for wellness. So this time this year, I've decided that, you know, I want to tone a little more. And so, but fasting is a lifestyle. It's for life. It's, you can't, you can't not do it after you're so used to it being part of your everyday. And it's been three years, four months. Um, I, am not one who can work out in a fasted state. Um, I don't get a lot of fat because of no gallbladder. And so my um, health coach thinks that's probably why I can't work out in a fasted state. Um, if I was able to, uh, take more substantial amounts of fat in, I probably would have the energy to work out in a fasted state. My husband works out in a fasted state and I'm jealous, but so for us to walk today, I had to open my window a little early and I opened it up with a protein shake. With my banana and my collagen in it, and I killed my walk, so I was I was I was happy. I was good,
0: you yeah, know. Right.
2: And and so everyone in my my life pretty much knows I live by a window. Right, right. <laughs> and so I'm like, wait a minute, it's not going to affect it because I opened it up at 10:15. But we're going to a four <laughs> o'clock movie, and we're going to eat at right. the movie. So yeah, no, it still works. So I was right, already right, calculating. Right. It might be an eight hour window or a sixteen eight, but it's still going to work.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we- I know, like you know, I. fact, I just finished uh, composing kind of an ebook on how to get started with fasting. And while, you know, I think the beauty for some people is that, okay, I can eat whatever I want and, you know, still lose the weight, which I think on some levels is true. Um, Have you, can you compare to maybe as you, as over time, you've been eating cleaner and healthier? Does that change the ease of the fasting period, depending on the food that you're eating?
2: I don't deprive. I always believed in um, Jen Stevens' delay, don't deny, and so yeah, and so, I, yeah. And so I, I I definitely delay. I don't deny.
1: Okay. Um,
2: I'm not a carb. I, I mean, sometimes I'll check in if I feel like I've had a lot of carbs that day. Sometimes I want to stay around 128 just because I know that that's my happy place. Um, right. But I don't check every day. I don't count my carbs. I don't discount carbs just because they're carbs. Um, you know, I try to make sure I. I get 60 to 70 grams of protein just got my blood work back my protein was a little low so health coach says hey we're going to start you're, you're active and you're moving so we got to make sure we keep your protein up so I know right now I'm actively counting my protein to get my 60 to 70 grams in just because I don't want hair loss and I, yeah. I you know, and I want my blood work good um, I'm really funny about my blood work I like it to be stellar you and i just and the just thing that
1: is, way. like to invest in our health, it's just not enough to go in on once a year and get that fifteen-minute uh, blood work. And yeah, you look good. Absolutely. I mean, you really have to be proactive, and you know, be you know playing a part in finding out what these numbers mean. I mean, it's it makes such a difference.
2: Like my sister is a severe diabetic, and I asked her what her A one C was, and she asked me, "What's that?" I was like, who's your doctor and why isn't she educating you? And so I know my leptin, I know my human growth, I know, um, my cortisol, I know, um, my magnesium, my iodine. Most people don't know that iodine is 85% of how your thyroid works. And, you know, I'd have to make sure I keep my iodine up because we, if you go to sea salt, you're not getting iodine salt. Right. So unfortunately it's affected. And she said that people are getting gorders everywhere because they're not taking in enough iodine. So, um, I'm one that for some odd reason, my iodine always dips. So I have to take a once or twice a week iodine supplement. And a lot of people don't know that about their blood work. They don't know that iodine is that related to thyroid. And so um, being in functional well integrated wellness has uh, taught me a lot, a lot over the years, but I literally eat in my window what I want. And I just keep, you know, everything's about uh, moderation. And so I love dark chocolate. I have dark chocolate every single day. My
1: favorite. Every and I had dark I was, chocolate and coconut before this conversation. <laughs> I, I stepped up my dark chocolate game. So now I do dark chocolate with almond butter with no sugar and then chunky sea salt on it.
2: Oh, ooh, that's a, stuff. I can't do almonds because I can't do okay. tree nuts. But, okay. um, but yeah, no, anything with su- sea salt. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anything with sea salt. But I, I had that, they're called unreals and they're, um, I get them at Whole Foods, okay. but they're they're about that big and they're coconut with the, just a nice coating of dark chocolate on them. I like those. Isogenics has a nice dark chocolate that's got B12 in it. I like those. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm forever finding my chocolate. And it, I mean, it's nothing for me to get a tablespoon of peanut butter and yeah. put some chocolate chips oh. in it. And then if I'm opening my window at 12. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am a clean faster and I believe in the clean fast just because of health. But if I'm just getting to the point where, okay, well, 12 o'clock seems forever away. And it happens occasionally, especially if I've worked out hard or something, then I will, um, get my, I do decaf coffee only, but I'll get my organic decaf coffee and I'll put my oat creamer in it. I don't use sugar, but okay. I'll put my oat creamer in it and I'll, I'll dirty fast till 12. I'll buy myself that extra hour before I open my window. Yeah. Um, you know, every day is a new day and every day you figure it out and if it's late at night i i don't eat after like like last night we celebrated my daughter's birthday and it was seven fifteen. but we triply try to uh stop between um six and six thirty. okay and i do stay up late and so if it's you know between 10 and one and i'm still awake and i'm like oh gosh what i wouldn't do for something right now i topo chico I just go get a sparkling water that doesn't yes. have flavor and I topo chico it or, you know, so I just make sure it's not a bubbly water with blackberry because of the flavor in it. I make sure no. that it's it's a, it's because a plain that can
1: food. break your fast and same yes. with, you know, people are yes. kind of disillusioned with, in I fact, know. you know, me being a chronic dieter all my life until I finally, you know, just really started educating myself. I think of all the artificial sweeteners and all the diet pods. Oh. And then the thing is, it still fluctuates your, you know, it still causes inflammation, it still fluctuates your blood sugar, it still brings on cravings. And so if you're in a fasting window that, you know, it's, it's not okay. But again, you know, everybody does their own thing for myself. I do, um, my coffee is more of a bulletproof coffee and that's where I get a lot of my, you know, I try to really eat a good high percentage of fat in my day. And so I do the coconut oil, I do, um, unsweetened coconut milk, um, you know, so I and the collagen uh, protein collagen uh, supplement in there, um, and get it all nice and frothy, and I love it. I don't always do do that in the morning, but you know, everybody's got their thing that's non-negotiable, right?
2: Tried cacao bliss. I haven't tried it. Oh my gosh! I'll again send you something about it. Um, it's got uh, MCT, lucuma, uh-huh. turmeric. Um, uh, it's got ancient cocoa beans in it. Um, I put it in my coffee. I put some, a French vanilla creamer. I froth it for a minute okay. and it gives you so much benefit. And it's like, you're drinking a hot cocoa on the Alps of Switzerland. And it it's <laughs> so good. Just oh, like...
1: I, love, I love the froth. I love the whole thing. Now, yeah, wait, and you just the sit name there. It
2: um, it's Cow Cow Bliss.
1: Cow Cow Bliss.
2: Yeah, it's like cocoa, but they call it Cow Cow Bliss. Um, it's by Danette May. I think- it in a liquid form? no it's like a, a just a scoop of powder you can get the single ones when you travel I've already bought them for traveling okay. um and then you you can or you can get the bag and you just put one scoop in you put your 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 you know organic oak french vanilla creamer or whatever just a little bit for just yeah. that creaminess and then you froth it together it's only 35 calories not that we're counting wow. calories right. and you get the turmeric benefit you get the mct benefit you get the different things in it and you literally feel like you've just snuggled up to a, a cup I of know. something for really delicious so these are the things that you find over the months and years of fasting you find like Fun things, trick things, you
1: know. I want it to be like indulging, you know, and it feels fancy. Yes. I love it. Yeah, it does. It does. And and I
2: just have to in, reiterate, we're not counting calories, but it's only thirty-five. So you're
1: like, yeah, you a know, Part of part of the the whole journey of wellness, I feel like, is really just tuning in and just educating yourself. You know how to read labels. How many servings is this? Um, what is the fat content? What are the healthy fats? I think a lot of people lean towards it, thinking um, weight loss alone. But to me, and I think women are age where we start kind of realizing we need to start investing and building health. It's not just coming to us, you know, and we start having ailments and, and joint pain and different things. It sounds like you deal with some autoimmune conditions also, but you really, you know, you really do become aware. And I just love, you know, that's what my podcast and, and my coaching business is all about just like awareness and just like progress. And even if it's 1% better every day, intermittent fasting is one of my tools to be like, okay, things are getting tight. <laughs> we were know.
2: talking about the sweeteners and things like that. Yeah. It reminds me of the very, very first book I read and it's worth mentioning. It's by JJ Virgin <laughs> and it's called the Virgin diet. Okay. Um, it, she literally talks about the seven inflammatory foods. Okay. And I would say sweet and low, girl. I sweet and load my diet coke. Sweet and load my coffee. Sweet and load my iced tea. I got to the point where I sweet and load till I was almost pink myself. You know, I just sweet and load. Yes. Yeah. Oh would wake up in the mornings and my elbows felt like somebody took a stick and busted them and I was like what is wrong with my elbows doctor did injections golfers elbows tennis elbows we're not sure inflammation, Um, right oh it was horrible and I had come across JJ Virgin's book and of course she talks about those sweeteners and how devastating they can be to the body I took diet coke out of my life my, my cravings and my food cravings subsided considerably just removing Diet Coke. I took Sweet and Low, the pink packet out of my life. I don't even use Stevia. Um, I don't like it. It makes it actually, it makes me pee a lot, but, um, uh, you know, I just, uh, just took it all out and, I didn't need any more injections in my elbows and my Mm. elbows didn't hurt anymore. And I was like, wow. So my, my sister's a diet Coke, like seven a day, 10 a day. I do not even know. And I'm just like, ah, I wish you would stop because it is so bad for you. So when I read on people's posts, Oh, well I can just still have my diet Coke. It's zero calories or my, my whatever, or my, my, um, uh, sweetener and this and I just I cringe a little bit for them because I know what it did for me and what removing it from my life did for me and I want that for them too
1: this is one of the things I always just want to like shout from the rooftop is some of these things are hard but once you give it a chance and you stick with it and you have a little consistency you'll never know how much better you feel until you get to that other side And so even with fasting and it's hard and it's, you know, cutting out the artificial sweeteners, that's huge. You know, it's not good for you in any way, but until you gave your body a break from that, you didn't know how much better. And so, you know, just people starting off on this intermittent fasting journey for health reasons for, you know, maybe they're pre-diabetic, maybe, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but it's like, you know give it a chance give it a couple of weeks see how see your energy go up see your mental clarity go up i mean i if i have a bad day or two and i you know have went off the rails a little bit i will feel like i'm hung over for a couple of days my uh, even at work i can tell you know like like we said about being more in tune with yourself at our age but i feel a difference i feel foggy
2: you know what a calcium scoring test is i do not okay a calcium scoring test has everything to do with your arteries Okay. And I had got a life screening test done because I was having some migraines and stuff, and I wanted to make sure that I, you know, I was okay stroke wise and everything. Yeah. And everything came out fine, but the doctor said, "I think you might want to get um, your arteries checked out because you might have a little something going on." And I was like, "Oh, what?" Nice. So I went. My doctor sent me for my functional wellness doctor sent me for a calcium scoring test. I've had all kinds of things. She. Yeah. I am FX test for your intestines to make sure you're good there. I mean, functional this and 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 I've had the Dutch test for hormones. Amazing test. I highly recommend it for all women. I think every woman should have a Dutch test. Um, But anyway, so we went ahead and did a calcium scoring test, and I was really really nervous because all my cholesterol and everything with fasting is cotton like remarkable my triglycerides are 95 and they used to be like 167 and so but my ldl still struggles and we're just coming to the point that we think it's a genetic thing but anyway so but i refuse medication um i've tried a niacin flush it was awful i've tried um Red rice, didn't like the way it made me feel. And so I just finally decided that I was just going to come to terms with, I'm not doing medicine and I'm gonna pray that, you know, it doesn't, I, that I don't regret it later.
1: Right. Well,
2: moral of the story is, is we did the calcium scoring test and it was zero, wow. zero, zero, zero. I was I'm still amazing. excited. And so my acupuncture said, do you know what that means? It means, okay, so if you have inflammation in your body, and you know the plaque is going through it attaches to the inflammation okay. and she goes that just means you don't have inflammation in your body
0: wow. and
2: so i you know uh again the fasting the walking yes. uh, boxing um we got a sauna recently the things that we do here for health and wellness means that i'm 58 years old no daily medications a lot of supplements but i um you know i i I didn't have any plaque in my arteries and I don't obviously have, I have inflammation, I'm sure, because I have a back condition and stuff, but I, but I don't have the inflammation that could hinder my health. Okay. Yeah. We, and it literally takes like minutes and then you get the results the
1: next day. I feel like, you know, I'm so impressed with just that you have really taken the reins on your future health on your current situations and always trying to find that that more natural path and i learned one thing um and it just stuck with me and and this to do with i have like the degenerative uh, disc disease no doubt from okay being so overweight and they wanted to do a fusion surgery and this and that and so i'm doing all my research and i'm learning these stretches and i'm and i'm like i'm just not ready to commit to that like i think i can help myself and i follow this one chiropractor and what he said stuck with me. He said, when all you have is a hammer, everything becomes a nail. And it just changed the way I thought about doctors. It's like, well, of course they're pushing me to surgery because that's how they were trained to fix it ever since then. And I still have not gotten the surgery. I'm doing so much better. You know, I'm limited on some things, but I'm continuing to try to strengthen, you know, just my core to kind of support what's yeah. going on. Yeah, but yeah, back to you. I just gotta say just everything that you've done it just is so inspiring and I I knew innately when I saw your story I was like oh if you just radiate and so I'm like I want you to share your story and stepping way back to when you first started kind of taking the reins and you know following kind of un- uncharted seas to go to these you know acupuncture and do the different things where would you be today?
2: Oh my gosh. Well, let let me put it this way. My mom uh, and almost all my family members have died in their early 60s. My mom was 63 years old. Um, She had cancer. My sister's already fought cancer and she's younger than me. She's already lost a lung. Um, My uncles, uh, everyone I can think of in my family, including my grandfather, have died between the ages of 49 and 65. So, uh, I remember bedside tables with lots of medicine, especially for my mom, because I took care of her for the 13 months that she had cancer and I flew back and forth from Texas to care for her that I'd go home for a week or two, come back. And I did that for 13 months, but, um, I feel like I would have a bedside table full of medication. Um, I feel like I, uh, you would have shortened my lifespan for sure um, because it's, it's in our genes, so to speak. And I am trying to be the one uh, that makes a difference. I have uh, three other siblings. Um, I have a sister who's a severe diabetic on 13 medications, overweight. I mean, and the list is endless, no long. Um, I've got a brother who is um, very big, who uh, they all eat poorly. Um, they all, you know, my, my brother drinks two two liter Cokes a day. Um, Mm -hmm. he has no thyroid to speak of. He loves McDonald's and banquet chicken, and he has no activity in his life. Um, I have a baby sister who is a lot more like me and her health is a lot better because she listens and she fasted when I fasted and she, um, picks up on the things that I cure her into. Um, I just can't get her to get rid of the diet soda, but, um, you know, and her eating still isn't to where I would like it to be, but, um, you know, with time, with time, but uh, I just feel like I would be looking at a bedside table full of medicine and a a much diminished uh, quality of life, looking at them and a much diminished timeline of life. And I just didn't want that. I have 10 grandkids, two kids and a husband at 34 years. I'm devoted and deeply in love with and enjoy every day. And I, I don't want to be without them. So I've given it all I got.
1: We work this hard to get, you know, to enjoy those years of retirement. And so many of us aren't going to get to enjoy those years, you know, the lifespan, like you said, or just not being able to have the energy or the ability or the mobility to be able to go do these things. Yeah. Yeah. And so
2: people say I'm spoiled and I am because I do acupuncture or massage therapy or things like that to manage my situations, Mm -hmm. my chronic pain or whatever, but I tell them it's a have to. I mean, I understand I am spoiled and I know and and I and I respect that fact and I appreciate what I do have every day, every day. But I also know that a lot of people don't have to. If I don't want chronic pain, if I don't want a diminished uh, quality of life, if I don't want a a diminished timeline, I have to. So, yes, it's about being spoiled, but it's also about a choice because I have to.
1: But I don't pay for all those prescriptions. Right. i don't pay for 13 prescriptions yeah. and i it, you know this this takes me and i can't stop myself right now but it takes me to you know as women i feel like we all are kind of conditioned in a way to always feel a little bit guilty to put ourselves at the top of the list you know for years we're taking care of everybody else like we we're at the bottom if we even make the list and so you know spoiled no um you know taking control of your health and i feel like that's one thing to that i always want to say to women is like self-care is it benefits everybody it benefits your loved ones you're a better wife you're a better mom to feel guilty or you know i know you're kind of teasing about spoiled and you know maybe people say that to you but it's like no you're actually doing your husband a favor and doing you know what i'm saying because you can't pour from an empty cup
2: he deserves my best i mean he's a hard worker he's he's a good-looking man and he's extremely loving and generous to me. I think he deserves me at my best. He deserves that. And so, but I, 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 um, you know, I, uh, I remember being the mom that wore the mom jeans, same Mm -hmm. jeans every other day, t-shirt, the white kids, $4 sneakers, ate my McDonald's every day in the drive-thru going to drill team, going to basketball, going over here, going over there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so I was that mom. And yes. I didn't know priority and I didn't take care of myself. Yes. And, you know, I told That's my cool. husband, um, I, I helped raise my brothers and sisters. So I said, I didn't get a childhood. Right. I, I've been raising them kids since I was 11. Um, and then I had a momhood. but I'm like, I'm going to get an adulthood. This is yes. my time. I'm, I I'm adulting up. This
1: is my adulthood. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the name of my podcast, um, I may have told you, but it's called, it's your turn. And so that's what I'm all about. It's just, you know, it is our turn. I think that so many women that I've connected with are at this place in our life. And sadly, it takes to be, you know, maybe this, this period of life, this season of our lives where our kids have, have started their families and that type of thing. You know, sadly, it takes that to really realize that, you know, I need to invest in myself. I need to prioritize my health and prioritize my happiness. Like, what do I enjoy doing? You know, what, what can I look forward to?
2: this. I could, I've mentored uh, many women. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm in a car on a podcast listening. I'm uh, auto booking it. Um, I'm, you know, with my talking to my health coach, I, I have a passion for it, for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and I got to touch back to something. I take a few notes as we're talking, but, you know, I think it's really important for people to to hear this, Um, whether it's autoimmune, whether, whether it's, um, you know, heart disease that runs in our families, uh, diabetes, any chronic illnesses. Um, I really believe that, you know, we're we're all dealt a certain hand with our genetics and and our future health and conditions. And I think so many people kind of just write that off to well, you know, nothing I can do about it. It's in my genes. You know, my mom was diabetic, my grandma was diabetic. They all yes. died. It. But the thing is, it is. know we are and that is part of what plays into our health is is our genetics but our lifestyle is the gasoline that we put on what we were dealt like you can either, you know, take what you're adult and really do the things you need to do to compensate and to get out of those high risk categories. I mean, cancers, um, you know, obesity. First of all, I mean, that was one of my main things. Um, you know, being at my heaviest was, I knew that I, in my body, I was creating an environment for disease. I had no doubt about that. You know, at that time, you know, what was I? late thirties turning 40. Um, a lot of it was about weight and self-esteem and I just needed to, you know, stop numbing out and and hiding out from my life. That was part of it. But yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying because with everything that's gone in your family, I mean, you were not dealt great cards, but so much of it, you have turned around because of your lifestyle.
2: I used to ask my doctors, do you know anyone looking to adopt a 40 something year old? I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I'll cook really nice meals. I'll, I, I, you know, I just, and then I was like, and then I used to tease after the fact, I'm like, I just want good genetics and money. As long as I have good genetics and money. <laughs> I'm set, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just scared I've lost both my parents, but I was just like, I just have good genetics and money. And then I was like, a good, but I'll set good genetics. Just give me good genetics with somebody. But they're like, it doesn't work that way. I'm like, yeah, right. but you yeah. can't blame a girl for trying
1: (laughs) right right exactly you know what do you say to people and women who are you know him and han about some of these new um one gal actually has a prescription that she's getting ready to start on it's not fin fin but it's something else and i'm just like not just the fact that it it won't teach you anything it won't teach you moderation
2: well, I'm going to be honest with you. When I read the ones that say, "Oh, what do you use for a suppressant?" or "What do you use for this?" or "What do you use for that?" And the only thing I tell them is mindset. It's got to be a mindset. If you're not in the right mindset, you're. Not, it doesn't matter how long, if you don't make it sustainable, and if you're not in the right mindset, this isn't going to work for you. And I mean, I'm not being the Debbie Downer. I'm just being completely honest as because someone that has been it. there and done that. And, and you know, and, and reading all of the stories for last year's, if you're asking about a suppressant, you are not there. You are not ready. Your mindset hasn't wrapped around this. You have to jump in with both feet, realize yes. that this is your window. You have to have consistency. You have to have patience. It's you didn't gain it all in a day. You're not gonna lose it all overnight. And that you have to put in the work every single day, yes. but you have to realize that the work will be worth it. Yes. And but if you if the suppressants aren't healthy um, heart conditions come with them. Um, you're going to gain the weight back when you, when you're not taking them. Um, but it's, to me, it's all about a mindset. You have to have the mindset. If you don't, you might as well stop while you're ahead.
1: Yes. I feel like, um, I had gone through extreme dieting in the past and I have lost big mouths One time it was 68 pounds in 90 days, very unhealthy. I would never recommend it. And I think that women who are interested and people interested in doing some of these latest appetite suppressant fat blockers and things, because I know, I know in my mind, I was like, I just need a jump start. I just need, you know, once I get the weight, it'll be easy to eat chicken and and salads. Like once I get the weight, but that's not how it works. It Um, will come back. I have, I've lost decent amounts of weight at different times in my life, but I learned nothing because I was white knuckling. It wasn't a lifestyle you're not making it
2: sustainable. You're white knuckling it. It's, it's, you're not making it a lifestyle and you're not making, you're not incorporating it to every single day, whether it's a holiday. What kills me is when women say, oh, can I have a cheat day? I'm like, if you're asking, if you can have a cheat day, then you don't get this. You don't understand. When you're on a diet. Not, you're not I'm making it sustainable. Yeah. And it's like, so the, when, when I read that, I just shake my head and I'm like, it's just like, no, you don't get it. So no, it's not about a cheat day. It's about, you know, this is your Life. lifestyle. This is your window. If you're going to eat that, eat that, but close your window, you know, and, and move on to the next day. There's no cheat day.
1: And you're not saying that you shouldn't go off your eating plan. You're saying, from what I understand, you're saying it's not, it's not a cheat day. It's just life. It's just, it's your, just your day. It's you yeah, maybe you don't day. even have a window that day. Yes. To me, the next day, move forward. Do not spend Great. time with all this negative self-talk that gets us stuck there for two months of eating all the things because we went off our plan. It's just, yeah.
2: I sit there and think every single week, well, Sunday's my cheat day. Yeah, then you're just not getting how it works and you're just not understanding
1: it's like to me to me like i see it so much further down just like you do because i'm like so on sunday i get to eat like crap and feel like crap that's not a that's not a reward and then you ruin the rest of the week
2: and mm-hmm. then you're, you're you've got the guilt feelings and the you know well, you feel so, like crap physically you know and so yeah. i you know i i we fast on vacation we, we make our dinner reservations planned around, you know, it, 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 we eat with silvers, you know, four or five o'clock, because we like to eat our main meal between two and three and four. Um, we uh, we uh, stock the fridge with protein shakes. Um, I had pneumonia, I fasted, I go on vacation, I fast. Um, you know, do I go off? Yeah, it's my birthday. I'm going off. I'm not going to necessarily fast on my
1: birthday. You might um, have some wine. you might do.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would say my three, my longest that I've derailed was maybe three days okay. and then I'm just back at it. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I don't even know what the reasons were, but I was like, well, okay, that's three. I need to get serious. This is three days now I'm done. Um, so, you know, I, um, I try really, really hard to, no matter what I'm doing consistency. Yes. And, and, and I don't, I'm not so I'm not like taking all my energy concentrating on that cheat day. I just want to get to the next day and go, uh, yeah. okay, when did today? And these apps, everyone's like, oh, what app, what app, what app? I'm like, but if you do the same window, yeah, I you do like to mix it up. Yeah, if I do like to mix it up to keep the metabolism guessing. But um, if you do either a sixteen-eight or an eighteen-six, and you're and you and you know when you've closed your window, why do you need an app? I haven't figured out why people have to have an app. It's because if you're consistent. Now, I've done a forty-one hour fast was my longest. It was a tough one. We got through it. I've done it 36. I've only done each of those once. I did them for health benefits. Um, But my, but my, my sweet spot for an extended fast would be 24 because I can stop at dinner I can sleep through it. I can get over. I can do what I got to do. I might not work out that day until late or not at all. But if it's going to be my 24 hour, that's my priority. And Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, and I'll have my dinner that night and then I'll close my window. So it's almost like an OMAD that day. But, um, but I don't need apps for that. I, I, you know, I just, I just track it in my head.
1: And you saying that too, just, just so women who are thinking about, you know, getting started with intermittent fasting, I just want to say it doesn't require multiple day fasts, you know, like you said, I've done some fasting, longer term fasting for health benefits, and almost like a not not really a reset, but boy, is it a good cleanse. You know what I mean? Forget the cleanse, fast for a couple of days. You know what I mean? But like, there's so many benefits just with keeping a regular scheduled fasting window. Go, Have you read uh, Jen
2: Stevens's Fast Feast Repeat? Yes. Okay.
1: I was yes, just, if you hadn't, I was
2: going to recommend it. It's a good book. It's a good read. It's a little yeah. easier than Jason Fung's read. So, <laughs>
1: right, right. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, and she's more down to earth and she's more about like, do it your way. You know, yes, it yeah. does technically break a fast, but anybody interested, um, it's a pretty easy, you know, easy read. And she's very down to earth. And I really, I connected with that. You know, I read through that and I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I will say, if
2: someone's just starting to fast, I always recommend a 16 8. I did it for a year and a half people say oh it doesn't work it works it Mm -hmm. might be a little slower but if you're trying to make something sustainable and you're trying to detox and get rid of headaches or get rid of fatigue and things like that until your body adjusts, if you jump off and go oh I'm going to do OMAD the chances that it being sustainable are going to be slim
1: you're not going to feel good
2: No, you're not. And your body's going to detox and you're not going to get what you're used to getting food wise and you're going to quit. So I always recommend if I'm mentoring someone to do a 16, eight and at least 90 days. Yes. Like just do consistent, just concentrate on consistency. Yes. Concentrate on your patience and and concentrate on your window. And at least do 90 days, but I did a 16:8 my first year and a half. So I didn't change it to 18:6 until well after the fact with just a few extended fast in there. But mm-hmm. I do recommend if someone's starting this
1: program that they don't jump off the cliff. That was was one of my three questions I wanted to ask you. And I also want to kind of come back around to you saying those first two months, you lost three pounds. But you know what, ladies, if you're making this a lifestyle, those are three pounds that aren't coming back in time. They've always come back. back and take measurements
2: and take pictures. Yeah. If you don't take measurements and you Picture. don't take pictures and you're living by a scale to tell you how it's going, yeah. then you're going to hate yourself. And again, so making it sustainable is not going to probably happen for you. Yeah. I lost 33 inches. And if I hadn't taken inches or pictures, um, I wouldn't have been able to post my stories on yeah. the intermittent fasting site. Like I'm like just breaking 60 pounds. And I thought 30 something uh, was going to be my goal back in the day. And I'm getting ready to bring 60. And um so and, and I'm done. I mean, I'm just if I can just be right here, yes. maintain and tone, um, I'm done. And so far, every year I've maintained or lost, maintained or it lost. It
1: sounds like yeah. you're still on a journey of just taking I'll be care on a journey for the rest of my life, I think.
2: Yeah. I will it's tell a you
1: what, is it a good thing, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And
2: integrated, uh, wellness. I highly recommend it for all women. I think they yeah. should all see an integrated wellness doctor. I don't even see, I love my primary care doctor. He's amazing. But yeah. my, I, I see a Regenesis MD and, in, in Raleigh and I can, and Leah Lotz, my doctor, I can honestly say that I am where I am today because of her Dr. Tank and integrated wellness and Hannah, my coach Um, Yes. I did a lot of the work myself. Yes. I've done a lot of the research myself, but I had the push. I call her a bully sometimes. She was like, Hey, I think you need to go for surgery. And I'm like, I need to go for surgery. I'm like, you've really lost your mind now. I thought, I thought you lost your mind when you wanted me to fast, but now you've really lost your mind. But I kept getting um, infections on my gut. And I was, every time I walk, I'd get an infection.
1: Have to use. Are we talking about skin-wise or are we talking about internally? Yes. Okay.
2: I had like uh, three infections in six weeks. And Mm. she goes, I think you're going to need to see a surgeon. Well, I'd had a hysterectomy scar um, there. So there was um, where I'd lost the weight, there was looseness. And it would lay there when I would walk and stuff. And then would cause me to have like a... Uh, like a a fungus of sorts. I can't know exactly what it's like. So I'd have to use Nystop powder before I worked out. And even though I was using the Nystop powder, I still kept getting the infections. And eventually I was probably going to max out on the Nystop. So um, I went and saw a surgeon at Amelia, Dr. Hunter. And he's like, yeah, you, you, you know, you're a primary kid. I'm like, I'm 50 something years old. Yeah. Well, I had pneumonia. He goes, yeah, like two years ago. I'm like, you know, and I just was completely blown away. He goes, are 30 year olds. I wouldn't operate on, but you all operate on. And so he removed the skin. He did a modern day tummy tuck. Um, it was extremely difficult healing process has been extremely difficult. Um, I It's eight months now. Um, and, uh, I, you know, we'll see where a year brings, but I plan to work harder to get even stronger. So when he sees me at a year, he's even more impressed than he was at six months because that's, that my,
1: is mindset. Amazing. I love that's
2: it. my mindset. That's my mindset. Yeah. So, But yeah, so I did have a modern day tummy tuck at Amelia and it was uh, extremely... At my age, uh, they came to my celebration of wellness. I celebrated all of them. I had a party for them. I had charcuterie boards and champagne and chocolates, and I celebrated them all. And they said, if we had anything to do different, I said, prepare me more mentally for okay. what I'm about to embark on. He goes for the pain. I said, yes, but also for what 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 it's all about. It was a okay. it was a definitely. I've had double back surgery. And it was the toughest thing I've ever done. Okay. That's- um, yeah, it, it was. It was the toughest thing. Um, am I happy I did it? Yes. Did I wear a two-piece in Florida recently and I've never worn a two-piece? Yes, I did. Um, but, but it was definitely a, a a leg of my journey that was a little tougher than I had embarked on. And, um, you know, uh, it's not for sissies. <laughs> I
1: can tell you yes. that. But well, yes, so, you, yeah. I've seen some amazing before and after photos of you. And so when the time comes that I'm going to um, air this episode, with your permission i would love to post some of your translation love- pictures because absolutely yeah but we my love- but my love- doctor
2: leah at integrated wellness said you need to see a surgeon i would have never saw a surgeon without her yes. and i literally told her she i said you lost your mind when you wanted me to fast but now you've really lost your mind <laughs> <laughs> so
1: wow I, I i just like i said i mean you are one of the people that are glowing from the inside out and you know while i follow people's i've always been kind of intrigued and this is because i wanted it so bad back and, yes, um, I would see this transformations. And honestly, it was never really about like what size they got into. It was never really about um how many pounds they lost. It was literally about the empowerment and just like the transformation yes. from the inside out. You could just see people. Yes. And I could just yes. see your confidence and just, just gleaming. And that's why I reached out to you because I, I just immediately I'm reading your story and it's very inspiring. What how old were you when you started intermittent fasting? 55.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, because my seven pound weight whoosh was right around my birthday of 2019. I was at 55 years old. Okay. And um and my highest weight uh prior to to, to my uh, weight for fasting was two thirty-eight. Okay. Um and I'm I'm I was originally five eight, but I've had two back surgeries, so I'm more like five seven now. Okay. Um and my weight before fasting was two oh seven. And so, uh, and so right now I tinker between 150 and 153, and so I am looking to be probably no no less than 147. Um, I mean that would give me a solid 60 pound weight loss. And Then I weigh once a month. Same I weigh. Way. I do
1: between not five aware. and six
2: in the morning. I weigh naked. I don't weigh at my doctor's. I take my weight to them. I show it on my phone. I, I refuse. It's my scale. I take a picture. And I, 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 you know, I'm, and if I lose weight, I'm more than happy to show my doctor. I'm like, look. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. You I'm
1: asking you about, about numbers. It, we both know it's, and I can tell just this conversation, it isn't about the numbers. Um, it obviously it feels great and, and it's a good way to make yourself accountable and to kind of keep track and make sure, because like I said, for myself, I'm not going to lie. I fluctuate. I struggle. I have my days that I have a, have a bit of a time getting back in my groove. Um, but I've learned so much along the way.
2: I uh, read that on intermittent fasting sites. Oh, it's easy. No, it's not. It's yeah. never really easy, but it's. Some Perfect. days are easier than other days, but it's always a conscientious effort. It's yeah. always a conscientious de- decision. It's always a mindset. It's always, uh, you know, effort in, effort out, um, and, and success. It goes on the effort, but it's in every day. It's a, like someone like, I read and see, see the easy. I'm like, don't lie to people. <laughs> it's not easy, but it, but it's, it's worth it. It's it it worth it exactly. Yes. It's not easy, but it's worth it.
1: Yes. So give me your like top two ways that intermittent fasting has changed your life.
2: Um, uh, a lot more sexual being, uh, mm-hmm. I am the confidence is there. Um, I am able to be there emotionally and physically and, um, wholeheartedly present in my 30, that. almost 34 years of marriage. And, that. and I absolutely, um, hold that dear. Yeah. So that, that 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 means the world to me because I think my husband deserves it. These- would be with health and wellness. My numbers are better. Um, I'm more proud of myself when I'm at, at my doctor's and we're always looking at, you know, what are we gonna do next? Or what are we gonna embark on or whatever? And so I would say that uh, my fasting and my wellness journey, they, they obviously go hand in hand. Yes. And I'm gonna say that uh, where I am physically and hopefully where I'll be later physically um, is, uh, is uh, my second. Um, so how I am with my husband a more sensual sexual being. Uh, my health and wellness journey and where I'm at with my numbers are probably that. And then, um, my final one is just like, it's confidence. I'm getting ready to go to a 40 year high school reunion. And I am, you know, of course my doctors, you know, we do hydrofacials and we do, uh, I had lost a lot of weight in my face a lot. And she's like, we need to put some filler in your face. And I'm not one that likes to do like crazy things. And so I did let her put a little filler in my face. Um, I was very anxious, but, um, she's like, you know, you just, you, you just have so much weight loss in your face. We need yeah, to help, yeah. help, help, yep. yeah, help fill it up. So, you know, so, um, so I've embarked on some other things thanks to my journey, yeah. um, that I might not have necessarily done, um, right, right. But- but, uh, but yeah, so I just think that the confidence that I've gotten through the journey, um, has, uh, you know, and I've got a little bit of, um, pride like yes. about myself
1: you can have and, a lot.
2: and I love to shop. Like that's the it's only so thing It is so much for fun. Venus, everything I get, it's, yes. kind of, I, it fits. I wear a small medium, oh. um. And, and sometimes I've, I've, ordered the medium. I've had to send it back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is Venus. Um, I shopped for 20 years, Lane Bryant. Then when I started my journey, I did tour at Lane Bryant, tour at Lane Bryant. Yes. And now I like, I order Venus. Um, I order, I just ordered my first dress on CB, uh, CB house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I I've shopped other places and I'm ordering them and they're fitting. Okay. I need to make a closet.
1: Definitely. definitely. Oh, this is awesome. I just, I've really enjoyed talking with you today. I can't wait to share this conversation with other women and kind of be able to kind of document and show some of your, you know, before and after pictures because again, it just speaks to how much you, you know, you just, you have not aged you have gotten younger and healthier and more vibrant and it's just it really comes through so you should be all women need to do a
2: boudoir shoot all women need to do a boudoir shoot i was 58 years old and i it was literally days after my 58th birthday and um they need a makeup artist and they need a photographer we rented a hotel room we uh, rented one that worked um at, at one of these old fashioned mansion houses. And, um, we did a shoot and luckily my daughter was my makeup artist. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I look at those pictures and I actually smile yeah. and I did it for my husband, but I teased that I'm going to leave them to my children in my death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whether you want to see them or not kids, here they come. Yeah. <laughs>
2: those pictures when I died. These are the pictures
1: you all are posting. Right, right. You, get, you get to really know your mom. Right, right. <laughs> and your me <Meemaw. laughs> Right. Your me yeah. You're just going to really inspire a lot of women, I'm telling you right now.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. I've enjoyed yes, it
1: so much fun. We'll have to do a follow-up conversation to this. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so